Welcome to Bean Stuff. Oh, mm, mm-hmm. Today we are talking about how to taste coffee, and we just tasted some beautiful Honduras. I think I feel like we've had this coffee on this podcast. Almost every episode well, has been Honduras. I, I think it's because we tend to do this in the evenings, and uh, one of us wants to go to sleep at night. Ah. <laughs> yes, yes. Funny but, you should say about tasting, though, yeah. because subtly, it's more about something else rather than tasting. What is it more about? It's actually smelling is, I would say, you're probably between 70, 90, 80%, I would let me say, therefore, is what you're tasting is what you're smelling, and we don't even know it. Whoa. We'll get on to Dropping that. knowledge yeah. right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess in this episode, the thing we wanted to help address or we wanted to talk about was, you know, how, I guess the question came up, how do, how do you know if you, what you're tasting is good coffee? Because my thought is, how do you know if you like coffee or not? Because if you don't know if what you're tasting is good coffee, how can you then say you like it or not? You know what I mean? It's a good point because I've had a number of people come to the roastery saying they don't even like coffee. Mm. And they do a cupping. For some reason, they get to a cupping and cupping, which is like tasting coffee. It's the more professional term we use. Um, but they will they will have a sip or they'll smell it first. They go, oh, that smells really nice. I think, aha, I'm thinking. Mm. They have a taste of it. That smells, that tastes good too. But it doesn't taste anything like the coffee I've been having. Right. And we just need to go back to some podcasts talking about freshness. <laughs> right, and right. you would have it. And I think a lot of people have tasted coffee and don't like it. And Yum. guess what? I wouldn't like it either. If I tasted the coffee that I had when they were young, I wouldn't like coffee either. And that's the whole point. I mean, I think so many times coffee is made incorrectly or wrong or in a way that it does taste really bad. And I want people to know if what they're tasting is bad or not, you know, yeah, like so yeah. that you can say, okay, this isn't, this isn't good coffee. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of touched on it, but you say step one is, is this is smell or oh, breathing? Yes. It really is. And there's lots of technical terms for it, but, um, really you're using the whole olfactory, which we do all the time, but in our, right. in our culture, we're very much more on the taste buds and the flavor rather than, um, getting our brain involved in the fragrance and the fragrance mm. when i say that well, i'm using it technically in terms of the dry and you smell it. you can you don't taste it but you smell it and you can get better and better and better just by smelling stuff right well i even think of like when i was a kid not liking food and you hold your nose to mm-hmm. eat something you don't you know or, or whatever mm-hmm. it be but you you taste it less that's a thing we use in tasting that um to prove that point is that if you block your nose, you won't you won't taste anything. Well, and it, and it is kind of like like having a cold. You taste yes. less when you have a cold. Yeah, yeah. And so that, that makes sense. That makes sense that yeah, you're not going to have as good of flavors, those kind of things. Yeah. So I mean, number one is smelling it, and I know that like even cupping um, coffees, you you oftentimes will smell the dry grounds mm-hmm. first before mm-hmm. even tasting it. Yeah. You you grind your your grounds, your coffee beans as you, you grind say. your grounds. You gr- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Double grind. Um, but you you grind it, and of course you want to have it within fifteen minutes to, to half an hour. If you're going to have it more than fifteen minutes, put a cover on it after you grind it. After you grind right. it, yes. Then then you half an hour sort of the maximum because you want when you grind it, like we were saying in that episode, was um, the it, it's 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 just disappearing. All that smell is just going. Very quickly, you're grinding. Right. It's like opening up a 
it, it's like putting an air freshener in your car. Once yes. it's opened up, the it's, aroma starts. Yep. It, it's, yep. it just starts going away from the actual air freshener. And I tell people that rather than taste even, if you can just mm -hmm. grind it and smell it, you've got, as I said, 80% chance. You've got fresh coffee. You've got coffee you like to smell. Therefore, you're probably going to like the taste of it. Mm. In fact, I tell people, yeah. go into a, a restaurant. and we, uh, I don't do this myself. Um, having a, my wife calls it a, a restaurant coffee. Mm. And she tells me before we go into the restaurant, Paul, she says, we're going to have a rest I'm going to have a restaurant coffee. And I have a few splutters and nervous. Wreck. Meaning she's going to have coffee that's probably is. pretty bad. Yeah. And she just warns me, which is very, <laughs> very kind of her. You don't go to no. the shock. Mind you, I must say, that's been happening for about 10 years now. And I did say last month, she told me, Paul, I don't think I'm going to have a restaurant coffee. Oh, wow. It, sometimes it takes that long to realize, actually, why am I putting this bad stuff in my mouth? Well, and I think a lot of times, sometimes the taste of something can be associated with mm -hmm. the nostalgia or mm -hmm. a memory. And so sometimes bad coffee could yep. be what you enjoy. Exactly. Um, this breathing in the fragrance of the aroma leads me to a question that might jump ahead of everything we have in our notes. <laughs> yes. But I'm going to throw it out there. Yes. Is Does coffee, and I guess this might not be a yes or no, question but when you smell coffee and you say oh this smells like chocolatey mm -hmm. nutty mm -hmm. or you know does the taste often reflect that or could the taste of it be different or very different to the smell or are they usually <sighs> yeah. pretty kind of paired it's, somewhat you, you're gonna get the smell and the taste are gonna be similar i would say if and when i say that that mm. as you get used to doing this and actually labeling and, and thinking about it that's probably the first thing is just think about it right and and realize one do i like it or not that's the first thing you've thought mm. rather than just glug it down and i don't even think but you think about it and then um you're going to suddenly realize i would say i, I would think and there's different there's a whole thing these things called coffee wheels flavor wheels mm. there's one just come out by the sea and it's it's a very accurate one very good and yeah you can get lexicons you can get little kits you can get little little capsules that you taste so that you can uh, get good at learning how to think about coffee and that's that's down down the line and the flavor wheel is that like a visual thing it is a visual thing yes we'll put a link to one in oh, the okay. description of the yeah. podcast because it is a helpful i think if i'm thinking of it correctly it's like the it's almost like a complimentary color wheel or the color yep, wheel, I yep. guess. And like, you can kind of say, here's a, it gives you a good definition of different yeah. flavors. That's it, the hardest part for me. Yes. Like I'll taste something. Yes. I know I can taste it, yes, <laughs> yes. obviously. But finding the words to define your taste, even that, if it's yeah, like it's simple true. stuff. And that's really so the I think about. You're thinking to put labels on something right. because you, you want to actually go another stage and... Uh, what you're calling, let's say, what you're calling licorice, for instance. Right. If that's a flavor in coffee. Um, but you have, a, I have a friend in Ethiopia, mm. he doesn't know what licorice is. Oh, that's true culturally. Culturally, it's different. Right. Okay. New Zealand to America, it's going to be different. Exactly. So we've got. It tastes like a Griffin's ginger nut. Oh my. Griffin's <laughs> ginger nut. But guess what? They don't have them here. And someone might just think we're talking gibberish. Right. Hokey pokey. Oh, oh man. jelly tip. Okay, okay. Let's get back, back to it. Well, yeah, we're getting, <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Um, so we've got the smell. What's the next step in the process? So, I mean, obviously, I think in this oh, case, I, the, the idea is, you know, you get a brewed cup of coffee. You're not going to get the grounds. So you order a cup of coffee at the store or 
the restaurant or cafe. Yeah, yeah. wherever you're going to get that. Funny, that cafe, I yeah. didn't finish my story. Yeah. I tell people who come to our cupping and say, just do this for me. When you're at next, next time you're at a cafe or a restaurant, yeah. ask for a coffee. Ask who can have it ground. Just bring the dry grounds first. Well, yeah. And that would be blown out of the water. And you could almost say, hey, what coffees do you have? Can I smell them? Oh, well, unfortunately, they probably only have one. That's anyway, this right. is Yeah, that's true. But if you like the smell, you might like mm-hmm, taste. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're going to be smelling most likely brewed coffee. Yes. And if you're doing this at home, this can be something interesting to try with the ground coffee. You could try whole bean, then ground, and then Yes. Actually, it, if you're into coffee, and if you're probably listening to this, you're probably more into coffee than you realize. And you're ahead I, of the game. You're ahead of the game already. And I would suggest... Get two, you probably have two different coffees in your cupboard right now, mm. and just grind them up just a little bit, not much. And someone is over for lunch, for tea that night, for dinner, you can get them. Let's just smell the coffee and, right. two, and just get used to two of them. And and it's quite, a, suddenly it's like, wow, I've never thought of doing that before. Well, actually, something else I'll link in the description of the podcast. There's a thing, let me look at the notes here so I get the right name, otherwise, someone will call me on it. Uh, it's a coffee tasting notebook. I think oh, it's called 33 yes. Coffees. Yes. And it's this little tiny, like you can fit it in your pocket mm-hmm. notebook kind of thing. And it has a little wheel that says, you know, does it have these flavors, mm-hmm. these ones, and you can rate your coffee. So if you're really into it, you could even take that. You're getting a text in the middle of the podcast. Oh yeah, people are texting me already. Oh about my. This. Probably see something wrong. <laughs> you can get apps um, too, really. But, I was, oh, that's true. Apps. Hollow apps, apps that can... His, you know, just give you a historical um, what you had this week, what you had last week, because that's this just opens up a whole so many things actually. Because it's be the longest podcast yeah, description I ever. <laughs> I, I, as a roaster, roasting coffee and cupping go hand in hand. You do them yeah. both, and I have always done them both. And mm. you, you just get so much experience, and it. it's hard to sort of hold back and say, yeah. "Oh, this is simplify." It's very hard to do. Right. Because what I was going to say that is that. Um, if you actually write down like the book you were talking about, mm. uh, you can write down, I had a Sumatra Mandela mm-hmm. on this date. A year later, I have another one. And then you can go back and say, wow, right. this Mandela, according to these notes, is way better or worse. And I think having something that makes you, or not, I guess kind of forces you to analyze what mm-hmm. you're tasting, mm-hmm. I think that is a really helpful way to engage a little bit more because yes. you, you, you're kind of, Forcing yourself to think about Once again, it. you're using your brain not only to think about and the memories and bring back the memories and then add a new memory in there. You're getting the, the you're engaging yourself in this rather than just glugging it down. Well, and that's, an, I guess, I think that would probably be my, maybe, maybe we can make that step number two. Okay. We can add it in, but it's just slow down. Yeah. Yeah. I think that a lot of stuff is missed when we speed through that process. It's like scarfing down your food. You don't. Yeah. Enjoy the full flavor profile. I think if we do my exercises, yeah, I could do it all in two minutes, <laughs> or I could do it in twenty minutes, and guess which is going to be better for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got a note here that says, "Take a quick sip." What do you mean by that? Well, that's part of you know. I said smelling your coffee. When you sip your coffee, it does suddenly engage your your taste buds on your tongue, and we could look at microvilli and you know these electron microscopes of what's going on there, mm. but. Um, the, the interesting thing is when you taste coffee, yeah, that's called retronasal. I think it's the correct word for it. So you've 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 smelled coffee through your nose. Right now, retronasally, as the the liquid goes down, the gases that you just taste are also still there, and they're going up again to the same spot onto the brain again, and up into kind of the nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
and to, to the oral factory part of the brain. Which, and, by the way, so I get yeah. really excited by this because no, that, yeah. it goes to the oral factory, which is um, you know, indeed identifying um, smells and things. Right. Guess what? It's almost merged. It's very close, I believe, to the memory center as well. Interesting. And what you said before about the emotions mm. and the smell, they are very closely related. So that makes sense. You, could, you could always add that as a category in your little notebook. What, where were you? What were you doing? Yeah. Grandpa's leather seats in his car, you know, yeah, exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think to add on to the quick sip, and we, we kind of, I mean, not we kind of, we did do it at the very beginning of the episode. Right. But we did a, oh, yes. a slurp. And this is like, it's kind of like the, from what I know, the louder, the messier, the better. <laughs> it really is. And if you don't get anything else from this, smelling is brilliant. And then secondly, <laughs> slurping it. Being, I always say, you know, it's like, you know, you have a, taking a bowl of soup and you, you dip the spoon and it looks very polite, very lovely. And you take the spoon <laughs> up and it's nice and full now, the spoon. Right. And you can get cupping spoons if you want to get detailed. Right. But then... The louder, the more you suck in, mm. the more gas you're going to get exploding up into your up there again well, I, into I, the brain. I think of it like if you have a, a hose for your garden with a little you know gun on the end of it, and yes. you can change the nozzle. Yes, you can either have the direct stream, which is just a powerful stream, mm -hmm. or if you have a mist setting, if you go, yeah, it it's spreading that That's water yeah. way like way further, and it, it's spreading the. The, <laughs> I'll do this in the most non-technical terms. <laughs> yes. The taste molecules. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's spreading that evenly across your palate, so all yeah. your taste buds are getting this this taste, and as well, it's yes. aerating it, so it's actually you're you're getting a more okay, full experience. Going up to the olfactory again, and suddenly you get a double double whammy of smell. Double whammy of coffee yeah, vapor, yeah. and you'll go. It's I don't need any more coffee. I had a coffee. This was so good. <laughs> One sip. One sip. That's but that's I think a huge part. I, I, I feel bad. I feel like we're gonna you know, you don't if you get one thing from this podcast, you'll become a very uh in, impolite coffee drinker. Yes, yes, but you will be the you'll just so enjoy your coffee. So but the next more. time you see someone with a sore going, Yep, you go, I know what they're doing. Oh, yeah, good, exactly. By the way, I probably should say, because some people I notice it's some people are too polite or too shy. I don't know what it is, but they just do this little insipid little mm. and they won't do anything. It won't even put the coffee over your taste buds very much. Yeah. But I call it a backwards whistle. So backwards when, whistle. When, when you pucker your lips and you whistle out, uh -huh. but if you then go in, you can do a whistle inward. Again, you, you suck it in. Uh -huh. And you want that's how small you want your little your, your lips to be to give that pressure. You talk about the hose to make mm. it just come in and place one place I know particularly, um, Brazil. Mm. They are wonderful. It sounds like a 747 <laughs> jet engine. Yeah, it's got this whistle, and it's just an amazing thing to, to behold. I, I do remember being in the room with someone from Brazil, and they mm. were sipping coffee, and I was not ready <laughs> for the amount of volume that oh, came yeah. from their sip. But it was, again, it's, it is spreading it, and it does have that purpose of spreading it across the palate so mm -hmm. that you're, you're, you're getting a full flavor. It's like, it's like eating... It's like if you just put chocolate in your mouth and instead of chewing it, you just swallow it. Mm -hmm, You're mm -hmm. not going to get a whole lot of flavor. If you let it sit on your tongue and melt and, and yep. move it around, you're going to really understand that flavor a lot more. And you're, you're suddenly using all these tools that are in your mouth 
Mm. You're using your hypothalamus, as I said. You're using your, you know, the gases. You're using liquid, um, all different forms of, of it. Mm. Um, you're using taste buds. or have a whole. That's a whole taste. So you look at your tongue and what it's doing, and you can get acidity. Yeah. You can get body, all because you've just left the coffee in there and you're thinking about it. And to move on from that, the yes. the next thing, um, I, I guess the the thing I want to help people understand is there's a lot of there's. There's a lot of terms when tasting coffee. There's a couple main ones, though, mm-hmm. as far as, like, acidity, body, mm-hmm. aftertaste. Yeah, they're the easy ones. The flavor is the most common one. We just go there straight away. So can we break down those four? So in that order, flavor, yes. aftertaste, acidity, body. Because yeah. that shows up on a lot of things of, like, you know, what is the body? To, what is yes, that? And yes. I think, you know, maybe we have some concept of that. But I think if we can help define that a little mm-hmm. bit better, that would mm-hmm. give us... These will all be on the same page. I think we go to flavor quickly because it's something we a little more. We have ice creams, we have different flavors of ice cream, and we're sort of used it's to it. It's kind those. of a well known, a little more known. Yeah. And the reason it's more known is you've practiced it more. But the others, aftertaste, acidity, and body, you could practice those too, and you'd get just as good. Right. I do need to say something here. I believe from what I've studied and what I've been told is that in this whole tasting things, females are way better off than us males. Really? Yeah. Just genetically, they have more. More um, taste buds? Yeah, and I think they're more attuned to these sort of things. Perhaps mm. they think more carefully about these things. I'm not sure. Um, but you get there's, there's, there's non-tasters, there's tasters, and there's super tasters. Mm. And the super tasters, more women involved in that. Interesting. Tasters, there's about 25%. Ta- uh, sorry, non-tasters, there's 25%. Of the, the middle population. Of the population. The middle section of the tasters, there's about 50%. Then there's another twenty five percent that are super tasters. It's yeah. So just mention that. Yeah, that's interesting. It, yeah, and so even like myself, yes. like mom, we may have she may get a different flavor just mm-hmm. simply because she's maybe her taste buds or she has more of them to pull out some more flavor. Mm-hmm. Um. So. We've talked about flavor. Give us the brief rundown of what flavor. Flavor you can get as detailed as you want, and you can go to a a um. You can I look, always break it down. Probably not the best ones to do, but break it like four different areas of flavor of flavors. We're talking about one would be nuts, nutty. Mm. I guess we call it. Then mm. you'd look at fruity. You'd look at, I'd say herbal, herbal. <laughs> herbal. That's right, <laughs> herbal, herbal. And um. Can't remember the fourth one straight off the top of my head. Oh, oh, spicy. Spicy. Yes. And so though I guess flavor is that basically putting a name to what you initially taste? Yes. Putting a name to what you smell. Or the overall and you taste. And those are general areas, a little simplification. Right. Um, and you'll learn, but if you take those four to start with, you can probably put what you're tasting into one of those. Gotcha. So for flavor, you're kind of putting the coffee as a whole for like the smell, the, the taste of it as it as you drink it into a description. Yes. Yes. Um, and then, and then what's aftertaste? Aftertaste. Yes. I mean, we could do. We should do a whole. We could do a whole podcast on this flavor because the flavor wheel, the new coffee one that came out only two years ago, mm. um, has a whole lot of definitions. You can it tells you to go to the grocery store, tells you what to buy if you want to know if it's a blueberry or a strawberry. Right, because you it helps you define what does a blueberry taste like. Yep. And my friend in Ethiopia, oh, strawberry. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, and that's the other thing. You know, learning to, what. Other things taste like, so you can describe what the coffee tastes like. Exactly. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and it's all learning. And it's, as you do more of this, suddenly you realize, wow, mm. I didn't know how much little I knew. 
about how much you're growing and what you're you know, right well so aftertaste that's a different one that we we do naturally but we don't think about it too much mm. but you you swallow the coffee you've got the liquid you swallow the coffee and does do do you have any residual flavors mm. any is it harsh is it good is it smooth is uh, is it just is is there the aftertaste has gone down and you still notice it is it long lasting or is it short mm. and you, you can think about that in different coffees not that that's one good or bad but different coffees relate differently there right do you still taste something like if you've roasted it a little darker you're probably going to taste a little harshness in the aftertaste hmm. you go light you'll probably taste a little you may be a bit too fruity maybe a little sour perhaps mm. and that's in the aftertaste and the aftertaste is kind of what's left once you've drunk it. That's right. So sip. once you've, you've swallowed had the flavor, the you've written down some notes, or some words that came to your mind, mm. and aftertaste, you've, you've swallowed it, and you're just thinking, okay, is, is, is there an aftertaste or is there not an aftertaste? Then you can go on and describe the aftertaste. Mm. Okay, so that gives us a good kind of breakdown of that. So acidity. That's a harder one. Um, and we're not talking about acidity in the stomach. Well, in uh, acidity, I think of... I don't know if this is, you can tell me if I'm wrong or mm -hmm. right here, but is acidity basically like vinegar versus milk? Yeah, yeah, or vinegar yeah. versus water, maybe? It, it, the difficult there is vinegar has a sour note to it, and you, mm. not, acidity is not necessarily sourness. Gotcha. Acidity, if you're going to put some words to it, it's going <laughs> to be... Some flavor words yeah, to acidity. Yeah, well, not flavor words, but it's going to be the liveliness of the coffee. Mm. It's going to be the sparkle of the coffee. Mm -hmm. The one I like best, I use the most, is the wow of the coffee. <laughs> you take it and usually you do taste it pretty early on because it, you can typically taste it more at the front, but not necessarily. It can be other parts of the tongue as well, which is another podcast. All the parts of the tongue, it's amazing what the tongue how it can differentiate and taste stuff. It's almost like, I don't know if this is, the, the, another way I think about it is, is like, how quickly does it latch onto your palate? Or like, how aggressively does it the latch aftertaste? On? No, acidity. Like, oh, how, how aggressively does it latch onto your oh, palate as you taste it? pretty quickly. No, and I mean like oh. that, that scale from kind of like a mild to oh, a, right, yes. if yeah. you taste it and it's like, wow, yeah, aggressively latches onto you. Yeah. That's typically going to have a higher acidity. Exactly. And you've got, then you can go into other countries like Kenya is known for high acidity. Hmm. Colombia may not be so much, but that's not always true because they're doing different methods, different uh, varieties. And the acidity doesn't necessarily limit you to a specific flavor profile. No, no. So you can have something that's got point. really nutty flavors, but acidity. You can also yep. have a very fruity and acidity. Yes, right. So... What you're doing here, you're saying to tease out stuff, and it's not just my preference. I like this flavor. Right. But now, actually, I like acidity too. Oh, that, that changes it. Oh, I like right. this aftertaste as well. Suddenly you've got other tools that are helping you say, actually, I wouldn't have thought I liked this coffee, but I do. Right. And I, I mean, I think of it when people try beers and they like hoppiness. Oh, right. Hoppiness is, I'm not going to say it's the same as acidity, but it's that bite. It's I suppose, bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so yeah. it's like when you have a beer and they have all the descriptions of, you know, this is tastes like this or it tastes like this or it's got more hoppiness to it or it's, you know, like the different types of beer. It's almost like that with coffee. It's like mm -hmm. if you find you like, you know, you like a lot of acidity, let's say. Mm -hmm. It may not be that you like a specific region of coffee. Right. But right. a specific flavor profile from coffee, which mm -hmm. you can find in mm -hmm. all sorts mm -hmm. of coffees. A common misconception I probably should point out here, we're talking about perceived acidity from mm. the tongue. 
True. compared to acidity that often people get confused with it. They, some have told me, oh, if you roast it differently, it's going to have less acidity. Coffee is pretty neutral, almost close to water, actually, in the stomach. Mm. Um, so roasting is not going to change the so acidity. It's a flavor thing. It's not a Yes. It's what you perceive acidity. from the tongue into your brain and you say, well, this is lively. It's not actually a, a, a pH level. Mm. So it's not a scientifically, yeah. It's more flavor than it is yes, anything else. Yes, yes. Gotcha. And then the last the last piece of our quartet of, of flavor, <laughs> coffee tasting, yeah, is yeah. body. And I, I yes. let me try this one. Okay. Because I feel like oh, the good. best way to describe a body is, mm-hmm. is, is whole milk mm-hmm. versus water. Mm-hmm. And, and how heavy is it on your tongue? Yes. And this is the one where you also, it's a little less appropriate publicly maybe. But <laughs> so you... Slurp your coffee, yeah, and then you get it in your mouth, and that's, right. that's me trying to wash my mouth. Or yeah, <laughs> I realize I'm on a podcast. Right. Can see face. Face. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it was pretty good actually. But you swirl it around your mouth, or just let it sit there. And how how much ma- like how much mass does mm-hmm. it have? What's the weight of it? As it's it like having it, like your tongue is now a scale. Yeah, right. That's, yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, they call it the uh, the sign. No, our sign. The technical words for it: the viscosity. How thick is it in your mouth? Yeah. There's, an, there's another part to body though, and that's the main part I think is how thick. And some coffees are really thick, like honey and water. Yes, in a sense, you can see it's honey moving. Heavy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, honey's a good good example. Um, Another part of the body is, is it smooth or not? Does it just like velvety, which is sort mm. of honey too, and it's smooth, it's not harsh, or just doesn't move around really. And I think that acidity and body almost have an interesting relationship as, if, as opposed to how they make your tongue uh, interpret the coffee too. Yes. Because it is it is a little bit like, if something's very acidic, it may to me sometimes it feels like it has less body because it feels harsher on the tongue. Mm-hmm. Or if it's got less acidity and, and more body, it feels way heavier, kind mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. And of the four we've talked about tonight, mm. um, is um, the acidity is the hardest one to get your head around, and it takes a little time to realize one coffee is acidic and one is not. It's a little more subtle in some ways. Mm. Sure, you can get some citric acid, you can get some lemons, you can try different things to get acidity if the feel for it the, probably the best way is to get a nine volt battery you know those square rectangular <laughs> yes, batteries yes yes i don't really suggest doing this it's not going to kill it well well mate i don't know we will not recommend it no but no don't do it if you decide to try it. yeah no they're not going to try this no. No, no no don't try this at home this would be this experiment that you're not going to do <laughs> is is taking that battery that's a fresh battery and you put it on the tip of your tongue and you get this wow <laughs> shock yeah. little shock and that's sort of what acidity is not complete and if you never licked a nine volt battery you don't just lick the battery you do lick the two terminals on the Together. top oh, that's <laughs> right. you yeah, just yeah. lick the battery that's right that's something else not that you're going to do that but anyway no, not that you would ever but um yeah and i think that, that that's actually really good way to think of like acidity and all that mm-hmm. because it is a very much a wow and it's like the sparkle in a wine the you know that the, the liveliness in mm. something you taste it's 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 acidity i guess you can call it and here's a question i know we're getting close to our time yeah, but yes, yes. does the way you make the coffee if you made it well yes 
So obviously not letting it brew for crazy long or anything, but if you made it appropriately and, and perfectly in different types, like pour over versus Chemex versus espresso, mm -hmm. is that coffee, the same coffee in all of them, mm -hmm. going to express a different flavor profile somewhat? Uh, yes, it will slightly. I always say that the coffee, the bean, the green bean that you pick off a tree, it's all there. And mm. you can't change that. You can tweak it, though. You can use a different method and bring out a little more of that acidity it has. You can bring a little more by a different method. You can do that by roasting lighter, darker, longer, first crack. Mm. Uh, and that can tweak it. It won't change the genetic of this coffee's coffee is a berry coffee that has a lot of blueberry mm. you will notice that and you won't be able to change that too much so it's a little bit like listening to music through like through your car versus headphones versus yeah, your stereo yeah. yeah it's the same music but you're gonna mm -hmm. pull out a few different things here and there but the overall generic profile mm. of it's going to be very similar the only method that may change it somewhat more than just tweaking would be an espresso mm. that's a very i mean it's because it's only doing 20 seconds or whatever and, and it's just pulling through a certain amount in, in 35 seconds or whatever, or 35 right. grams, uh, it, uh, that can tweak it a little further than a typical Chemex or, or cone or whatever you use. Right. And, and I think you said it well, I think, just before we started the podcast, but, and I guess I will say this as well, experiment with it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you're like, I like this coffee, but I don't like it as a pour over, yeah. try it as something else. And ultimately, like, if, if you find what you like, mm -hmm. even if it's not to the rules or to the book, yeah. do that. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the point is not to make the perfect coffee. Yeah. The point is to enjoy coffee. That's true. That's true. We had a, we had a, a Kenya that we just got. There's just two bags of it, actually. Well, two bags and a half. <laughs> um, and we've got that. And we were trying. Well, the first thing you do is you roast it up and sort out where is its sweet point And can we tweak it to make it a better sweet point than if we do... Mm. Two and a half minutes compared to two minutes, 15 seconds after the first crack, whatever. Right. But the method, we then put it as a, I think we did it as a um, Hario V60, and then we did it as a French press, and then we did it as a cone yesterday. Mm. And guess, and you think, oh, well, they'd be the same. No, 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 they were quite different. And mm. most of the stuff we actually liked, this particular one, liked it as a French press. Interesting. And it changed the body, the balance, which is another thing you look at in cupping, cupping, we're not going there today, Yeah. but the whole balance of that acidity, that body, that flavor, does it balance out or is it all lopsided? It's all just screaming a high note of mm. acidity, but it's got no body, it's got no no aftertaste to talk of. Does it have an even temper? Yeah, that's right. Does you it... have different temperaments, mm -hmm. you know, it might mm -hmm. be more this or more that, but is it an even temperament yeah. overall? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I, mean, I think that kind of sums up coffee tasting basics. Basics one Yeah, it really is. And, I mean, we look at, when we're cupping, and that's another thing, we look mm. at 10 different areas, and we've looked at four of them. I think these, yeah. These but four, I'm, I'm going to say the yeah. last one is our own personal preference. That's the only subjective one in this whole thing, actually. Mm -hmm. And it's do I like it or not. And that's the most important one. No. No? Not necessarily. It is. If well, you if like you're drinking it, if it's for your own personal drinking, oh. you don't like it, that's not going to be good. Oh, true. Good point. Good point. For you, yeah, it's probably different yeah. because you're grading it for yeah. not yourself, but for people. Yeah, sorry, I'm yeah. I like to, I like <laughs> I like to be very uh, uh, objective rather than subjective. Right, my coffee, right. But that's true. And here we are having Honduras for the you know the fourth time now. Oh man, I think this is our ninth podcast. <laughs> we probably had it on seven, <laughs> <laughs> but. 
Um, again, thank you so much for listening this week. If there's anything that you would like to know or you feel we didn't cover adequately enough, um, we're always coming up with, I feel like every time we make a podcast, we realize, oh man, we could do a podcast on this and this and this, but we don't think of everything. So if there is something Mm -hmm. you want, um, let us know and we'd be more than happy to, to take a look at that and see about doing a podcast as always, um, like subscribe. I don't know if you can like a podcast. Um, no, I, don't I, don't, no. I don't know anyway like and subscribe uh comment give us a, a rating it always helps us to know what we can do better or what you're liking we can do more of that mm-hmm. um and yeah check us out on all the youtubes and facebooks and instagrams and all that kind of stuff but uh thank you so much and we'll uh we'll see you next week 